0: Is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell. and today coming to us live from Scotland, my first guest from Scotland, <laughs> but Amit Raj, the president, owner, founder of the Amit Digital Marketing Agency that specializes in link building and SEO, which is a truly fascinating topic. My friend, thank you so much for hopping on today.
1: Yeah, nobody's helped. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's truly my pleasure. So I like to start every
0: episode with Like one of these hard-hitting questions, and it's not to put you on the spot, but it does a little bit, right? I I look at you're an entrepreneur. You've been through the ups and downs of starting a business, and right, you've got a team underneath you now. What's the one piece of advice you'd give to every person that's thinking about starting a business or is in that first year?
1: In that first year, I think the initially, I would say um, it's okay to plan, uh, and it's okay to um, you know to not jump head first into things you know obviously think about it carefully and um, make sure you have the right team in place or if you don't need a team make sure you're able to allocate enough time uh, for the business um, but I think um, uh, don't think too long about it as well because a lot of it is going to be about um, you know you, you, you always think that you know what's going to happen next but some of it is there's an element of just wait and see, you're kind of figuring things out as you go along. So the first year especially is like that.
0: Absolutely it is. That's such a brilliant, brilliant thing to share. And I wanna dive right into how I came across you, right? We got connected on social media somehow, Who, who knows how. And I remember this post that is, you and Ja Rule referencing the fire Festival, right? And for those mm-hmm. of you that haven't heard of this before, right, uh, Ja Rule and another um, more, well, very unscrupulous individual were supposed to put on a festival on the Bahamas or somewhere, mm-hmm. a five-star yeah. experience. And there's a documentary on Netflix. I'm not going to bore you with the details, but let's just say it didn't go the right way and uh, <laughs> yeah, ma- <no. laughs> massive over underdelivering. under-delivering. But there was an app behind the scenes that was really the foundation for kind of how this whole process started. And I saw you posting like, it, granted, some good Photoshop work, but it was like you and a picture of, of Ja Rule talking about the fire mm-hmm. Festival and what you're going to help with. And I'd love to know, right, the reach out strategy, how you're helping, right? There's, you have so many things that you shared with me just back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be fascinating to hear from your point of view, because not like you didn't grow up with Ja Rule, right? This isn't something like you've, you've known him for years
1: no th- th- this is um it's funny so so basically the the documentary obviously came out uh, at the start of the year it was around roughly i think january february and i did notice at the very end of the documentary the they actually mentioned ja uh, ha- going coming with a, a second venture so um and they called it icon so i was you know as soon as i heard that i thought what is this what, what exactly is he trying to do so i then reached out um. And and to be honest, I didn't expect to apply. Um, I reached out to him actually via his Instagram. Uh, then I sent, uh, I sent an email because that was attached to an email. So uh, I sent a direct message to him. That then got forwarded to Jazz Manager, who's David Prince. It's David Prince Management. They they work with a lot of talent. They work with some you know NBA stars and you know a couple of uh, rappers as well. But Jazz is like one of the main ones that they're working with. Uh, and, yeah, and obviously, I got talking to David from that, and then from that, he obviously brought me in, and obviously, I, I, I came to concentrate more on SEO and link building, but what, after our conversations, we had quite a few conversations about this and what they were doing with Icon, and he felt link building kind of sounded like online PR, so it sounded, basically, it was something that Icon needed, but it was, um, you know, it was about trying to, Pinpoint exactly the right companies, the right publications, the right shows, and trying to get Ja platform on there because, um, as you know, um, and one element of it's PR, but the second element is reputation management because obviously jazz reputation isn't great right now. And with the documentary, there's um, there's so many um, there's so many and and I think that was a com- part of the conversation I had with David, and obviously David's talked to jazz extensively about it and they must talk about it all the time but you know part of it is the mistruths the, um, a lot of things in the media that really um, they're not really getting to the heart of the problem so that's why I kind of I, he felt that I, we could bring our skills you know me and my firm could bring our skill, skills in uh, and try and get them on exactly the right type of places they want to be
0: what I find to be so fascinating about that is the story that I know so many entrepreneurs and I'm guilty, right? I've done it before is mm-hmm. right. Not wanting to reach out, not wanting to send that direct message, not wanting to put stuff out there because of that fear of rejection, mm-hmm. right? And the fact of, Oh, it's, he's not even going to respond. It's not going to go anywhere. Exactly. And here you are, right? I mean, it not to discredit the size of your firm or what you do, but I, I don't, I know you're in Scotland. So you're at least not in New York city in a high rise with 10,000 employees. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you're just a guy exactly. that is very tactical and through, really reaching out and just it sounds like being your authentic self that then has led to a, a pretty fascinating deal
1: yeah exactly and it's you know it's it's still ailing stages and uh, you know I'm not, I'm not gonna make out it's like you know million dollar deal or something but it's uh, it's, it's funny because I, I like you said I reached out with genuine and I think this was the key thing maybe that set me apart from other people because they get people they did have a lot of people reach out to them uh, not just for PR, but for other things, you know, for graphic design or web design or whatever. They had a lot of people, but I think it was my kind of genuine enthusiasm about it. I mean, for a start, I have listened to I listened to ja Rule when I was younger. I've been yeah. listening to him for years. I still do listen to him. He's got some good songs, um, but I think my genuine enthusiasm for it, my interest in uh, the new venture, and I think the, the fact that I was... The way i was thinking about it and i was already coming up with ideas while we were on the conversation that you know i'm just throwing it out there for free you know i'm just saying Look, this is what i think you could do and i think there was kind of there must have been some stuff in there he'd never heard before and i think that's what got his attention and he thought you know what let's uh, uh, let's give him a shot i think that was it so well, that's um i think yeah i think that's all it is it's enthusiasm it's showing a bit of value up front and uh, and yeah, just, just showing uh, kind of showing what you can do, uh, showing that you have a genuine interest.
0: Yeah, so I love hearing that. I love just that, that repetitive, genuine nature of, of who you are and how you show mm-hmm. up. And in an effort to be genuine back, right, I, I pride myself in, in sharing all the dirty stuff in my life too. I, I have a story okay, to share with you that you, you'll probably find a little humor in being an SEO guy. So
1: okay, okay.
0: <laughs> go back, oh gosh, at this point, it's probably eight years, maybe nine years. And I'm the president and CEO of a web hosting company here in here in Ohio, okay. and my partners decided it's a good idea to buy an exact keyword match domain, right? Called freewebsite.com. Mm. Yep. and beautiful, right? This is before the panned update, this is before everything. And so we're building out this property. We're gonna go toe to toe with Wix and Webs and Weebly and right any one any one of the done for you websites. We get a commercial shot to maybe go on you know a Super Bowl commercial. We're doing all the things that right we're we're pushing we're going we're going to take this this is our billion dollar idea and of course we did every black hat link building stuffing anything you could do that was not appropriate we 100% did right we tried to game the system and then i believe it was mid november the panda update came from google and in that panda update not only did we no longer rank number 1 in google we weren't able to ever get back into google you could literally not if you Googled free website, we didn't show up on page 200, right? Mm-hmm. We were just gone. And we'd spent a half million dollars in the domain. We'd spent another 1.2 million building out the property and all the assets, all the commercials, and literally overnight by taking the shortcut and not doing things that we knew inherently were like, we're okay pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. But to be a marketer, I think in any space, you have to be willing to tiptoe and tap dance between the white and the gray, but certainly try to stay away from the black. And my friend, we just got, we got a rear end handed to us. We have this this asset that is essentially worthless, right? Like all the money was gone, all of it was sunk and so we ended up shelving that mm. that idea. But I bring that up because you specialize, right, in in the link building and SEO side of the world where there's a whole different way to do that now, right? Eight years ago, it was a different landscape, right? Before the panned update, Yeah. It was still the wild mm. west a little bit.
1: But if, Exactly. Mm. If, if we look yeah, at- exactly. Go ahead. No, no. So, yeah, it was interesting. Your story, um, you know, um, I mean, thanks for sharing that as well for a start because I know a lot of people wouldn't share something like that. However, a lot of people have had experiences like that, and yours isn't the first story I've heard. We've had clients come to us that perhaps not at that level, but they have, you know, spent a lot of money on SEO and link building and creating websites, and they've been basically penalized uh they've been hit with a with a penalty or whether it's a manual penalty or um or not um, and yeah like you said it just the traffic and the rankings just plummet and you're basically starting from scratch again and uh, we've, we've we've worked with one a client actually in the financial trading um, industry and the same thing happened to them and um, we had to come in they've been working with the company for a while um, there were building links that seemed okay but uh, on reflection they saw the traffic is just, just kind of a graph just going down just plummeting basically and uh, we had to come in and try and help them fix it which we've been, uh, we've been fairly successful actually doing that but um, you know there's still more work to be done but you know that's hence the nature of um, you, know, once you once you've hit that bottom, actually what he's going to do now is create a whole new site. Uh, and we'll try and build that up as well. And that might actually, um, it'll kind of give them two income streams. Uh, one will you know, balance out the other. But um, yeah, uh, we, as I said, we specialize in the, the more kind of um, white hat. A lot of people will call it white hat link building or white hat SEO. Um, there's, in terms of between SEOs, there's some argument as to whether white hat exists. Because some people say there is no such thing as white hat but um, I think for the way I would define it is um, when you're not deliberately trying to manipulate the Google you know algorithm when you're not um, uh, if you're not doing that then you know, I would class that as white hat so um, I know we do we kind of have different tiers of it so for a lot of clients we all do apps so it's all completely white hat it's about, you know, having the right content on the, on the site, having, um, you know, uh, white papers or having good research for other sites to link to, you know, this kind of thing. It's all about having leverage and, you know, showing, basically as simple as just showing people your website, showing them your stuff, and basically just asking for them to link or share your stuff, you know, or to ask for kind of free coverage in a way. Um, but then you've also got the clients who, um, particularly for the gambling and um, the gambling niche, and even for payday loans, they tend to have to pay uh, for coverage or for links. Uh, and obviously, we'll do that. We'll discuss with the client if they do fall under that category. So, um, if they are co- only if they are comfortable with it, we'll then go with that strategy. And um, so we can customize according to the client, but. Um, for most clients, we're able to do, the, uh, as you said, the, the white hat, uh, the, um, the less, uh, let's just call it, not black hat, like SEO.
0: <laughs> yes, and if you're, if you're listening, I'll give you uh, an example of white gray versus black hat. This is mm-hmm. nothing that I do, this is nothing that I Amit mean, does, this is just a, a hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. White hat would be, you go to Amazon, and you buy a product, very clearly you have to put in your credit card number. Very clearly it shows every disclaimer. It is black and white. You know what you're buying. You know how much you're spending on it. That's about as white hat as it gets. The next level, if we look at gray hat, you might have like uh, an upsell offer. There might be something in there that you don't know you're necessarily selecting that's kind of like a pre-checked box that's it's there and you could of course opt out of it, but it's it's pre-selected for you and it's another yeah. six or seven dollars it's added to your shopping cart, right? Some people probably don't notice. Mm-hmm. And then Black Hat is gonna be right with uh, some of my old friends and associates would would do many, many years ago, and that would be a negative opt-out campaign where by in the terms and conditions below what you bought. It's also saying that by buying this product, you're agreeing to buy six other products that you didn't even have a chance to know you're buying and you're going to be charged on this on random days in the future. And in order to call and get a, get a refund, you have to basically stand on one leg, jump up and down and bark like a dog. And then maybe if they're lucky, you'll get a refund. Right? So that's, that's a it's not relevant for SEO, but instead of going down that path, just so you have a conceptual idea, as I realize these terms might be a little foreign to, to you as you're listening because Right, Guys like us, we've been in the marketing space long enough where it's it's yeah. second nature to us to use mm. these terms, but I want to make sure you have a, a concept of it. Now that I get rid of that disclaimer, I would love to know from, from your standpoint, kind of SEO 101, right? If, if you had to, I don't want you to give away trade secrets by any means, right? I, I know there's a secret sauce behind every great SEO specialist, but right, if we take how about this, I'll share my very archaic understanding mm-hmm. and you can completely destroy me for how that looks because <laughs> I'm the polar opposite of efficient at SEO, right? I'm always looked for the quick money, not the long money and I've, I've just yeah. recently shifted right where the long money matters. So I look at SEO as it sits now and you're going to start with the way your site's built, the quality of the build, the quality of content on site, mm-hmm. the quality and uniqueness of the pictures on site and then the linking to other sites that have relevant information, because you want to increase your time on site as well as user experience inside of Google, Google's ecosystem. Is that a really rough, how, how far off am I?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that, you're pretty much bang on in terms of the, the overall concept. So yeah, it's all, it's all about you know, having the right, um, having the website set up properly, having good structure to the site, um, you know, having good content and making sure you're linking to um, what were deemed good websites, you know, good authority and um, uh, relevant websites as well. And I think, um, you know, obviously you've got, you've got very, if you want to get, if you really want to pinpoint things, you can, you can go on about, you know, the, the speed of the pages or you can talk about having keywords in the right places. But that's a good, you know, overall concept. Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty fair to say that.
0: Well, and as we look at the builds, that's one of the questions I get from startup, you know, coaches, entrepreneurs, business people Mm -hmm. is, right, I'm going to build myself my site on Wix or Weebly or webs.com, or I'm going to use ClickFunnels. And right in my personal experience, if you want to actually play the long-term SEO game, you pretty much have to play in the WordPress field, right? I mean, for long-term strategy and ranking, there's just nothing better.
1: Yeah, um, because we've we've had, um, I know there's a lot of, you know, Um, this question gets asked a lot actually in a lot of like Facebook groups and forums and I've seen a lot of people ask and yeah I would say um, you know it's possible with those kind of sites you know ClickFunnels or Weebly or anything else but um, you really want to be doing it in something like WordPress you know it's a a lot easier I think um, especially when you're going to be tweaking the website quite a lot when it comes to SEO you know you will be going back and forth and making tweaks um, you're going to find it a lot easier and you'll um, keep your sanity, I think, if you use something like WordPress. Yeah, I think, yeah, you really do need to. And I think a lot of the, the larger companies realize that a lot, kind of medium to larger size businesses, um, you realize that as well and that tends to be why they stay away from the, the, kind of the builders, the website builders. Absolutely. And then
0: I also think it's important as we look at right, the backlink quality, right? And I, I still get confused between, right, S1, S2, and, and how the quality of backlinks, I don't even know if that's a relevant term anymore, right? Back mm-hmm. when I was doing it, it certainly was, but, but there's, there's a rating scale, right? I'll say this another way. Don't go to fiber.com and buy backlinks. Don't, don't, don't do that.
1: Exactly, yeah, and I think that same, um, like you said, it was the old link building techniques, and um, it was all about volume. And I think people still make that mistake. Now they think it's about volume. They think, you know, this competitor has ten thousand links. I need eleven thousand links. It d- doesn't work like that. It's a, like you said, it's the quality. And um, I think you probably, th- I think page, I think back then was a page rank, um, or these kind of things. People used various metrics like this. Yeah. Um, I think now it's like um, it's what you find is it's the more. Relevant the link is the the higher the quality of the site the more authority the website has the better that link is uh, and you know you can use various me- there's various metrics out there like Moz or Ahrefs or very they're all like um, tools made specifically for the SEO industry but really I think um you can boil it down to if it's on a relevant site if the site has traffic if it's a good site with Which has its own good content, that is a good link to have, and we actually take that same strategy with ourselves. We don't, we don't, we try not to rely too much on these third-party metrics. We we focus on the quality of that site that the link is on.
0: Well, in that situation, would I be wrong in considering if I were to reach out to? Right, I'm I'm in the coaching space, so we'll take whatever high-ranking coaching site exists, and if I offer to be i'll call it a contributing editor if i offer to create content for their site they might not accept it right away this goes back to the first part of our conversation Mm -hmm. but if i can get them to publish an article from me and i can get that to link back to my site that's essentially what we're talking about right
1: yeah that that exactly that's one way of doing it Um, and that that's really i think a lot of people call it you know obviously guest posting that's what obviously that's what that strategy is and that's a really good way of doing it and um, it just means you have to you'll have to write articles for each person each editor you re- you're reaching out to but that is a really good way of doing it and obviously yeah like you said it's you'll get a link you know and you'll get um it's a very relevant link and you know you can get you'll get traffic from the link but you know you could even get business from that it's not just going to be traffic you could i've had actually um i've signed up clients based on um Having a link on an article on somebody's site, just because they saw the article there, they clicked through and found my site, and we signed them up. So, you know, it's when you when, when you're on exactly the right type of sites and you've reached out to the right people, you can get some really great links when you do it that way.
0: But as, as we say that, this is another thing that. Right. I, I've always, I look at myself as the quote unquote optimization specialist. I'm always looking mm-hmm. for the shortcut, the angle, the quick way. And sometimes I bite me in the rear end, right? I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. It's not always the best way to operate. Yeah. But as you're considering writing articles or reaching out to people, which if you are in any space possible, I don't care what you do for a living to build authority. That's a beautiful way to do it. It's a long-term mm-hmm. strategy. But if I understand correctly, unique content really matters, right? So you, I don't think it's best practices and correct me if I'm wrong, but we wouldn't want to take the same article and Send it to six different publications and have them all publish it, right? It has to be six different articles,
1: exactly. Yeah, it all has to be unique, and I think um, you know it's fine to talk about um, similar subjects or to focus in on you know if you are a, a link building expert or if you are a, if you specialize in, uh, I don't know, training horses or something, whatever it is that you do, you know, it's fine, but yeah, like you said, it needs to be as unique as possible, um, and I think. I'll, an old technique a lot of people used to use like back in the day was spinning articles. So they put the article through a special software to spin it and then they would post that on various sites but that, yeah, like you said, you have to avoid that and really uh, make sure you're writing unique uh, well-written articles each time. So when
0: it it comes to readability, when it comes to Right, we were guilty of taking stuff through content spinners, certainly back in the free website day. We were uh-huh. guilty with mm-hmm. keyword suffering articles, right? We would mm-hmm. the quality of the article itself, I don't say didn't matter before the Panda day, but we could literally, as long as it kind of made sense to a, a Google spider that was gonna crawl it, we were fine. So we would put free website mm-hmm. every like sixteenth word. Right, it was like a 62% keyword propensity. That doesn't exactly. work anymore either, right? There there has to be mm-hmm. there's a there's a threshold in which you, you wanna be under a certain threshold for not getting penalized for keyword stuffing, is, mm-hmm. is that right?
1: Yeah, I think, um, and the good thing, um, obviously the thing with these Google updates, it's a bad thing in, for a lot of people in terms of, you know, a lot of people are being penalized or with they are plummeting in the rankings, but what we're finding is that the more complex these, the algorithm changes get, the less we have to worry about putting a lot of keywords into articles it is strange it's almost like the algorithm is becoming more and more human almost if you think about it it's like an artificial intelligence so we find as the years progress we're, we're we get away with um not stuffing the article with keywords so it's just having the a natural amount of keywords and you find that when you naturally when you write about something naturally you tend to mention secondary keywords a lot so um yeah like you know like you said it, it's you have to make it readable enough that um, a human would find it valuable sorry a human would find it valuable but obviously um you know making sure that you do incorporate a keyword in and um, i think especially when you're writing content um, on your own site and um, and you want it to be picked up by search engines, then yeah, I think um, th- there is still an element of you can get away with inserting a few keywords here and there. But I think um, overall, it's not as bad as it used to be.
0: Well, that's, that's good to hear, and that brings up another question, right? You're you're the professional, so what would be right a keyword research tool? What's an SEO right ranking tool? If there were a handful of tools that we were going to buy or invest in. What would you recommend? Right, that, I'll say the novice. Right, none of us have this skill set that you, mm-hmm. you have, but some that we would know how to use and look at and get some idea. What what tools are out there?
1: So um, I use one. Let me bring. I should double check the name. I think it's called Keywords Everywhere. Let me double check. I think it's like a plugin that you can get on. Um, it works on Chrome. Um, I think it works on Firefox as well, and it's a really good tool because and um, you can type in a keyword into google and then on the side this plugin will come up with loads of suggestions of other keywords that are associated with it and that's really good if you say if you have a website that's cent- if you have a business that's centered around a specific keyword or you've got certain keywords in mind it will give you a list or even more to go along with that so that's a really good one and the good thing is i think it's re- it used to be free. I think it costs something like $1 now or something. Don't quote me that, but it's very cheap. That's a really good one, and I use that all the time. Um, and, I mean, other than that, you've also got, um, if you want to go a bit more advanced and get into on-page SEO, there's a really good tool by Kyle Roof. And it's called Page Optimizer Pro, uh, and I'll... I'll send you a link uh, afterwards, Ryan, just so you've, just for reference. um, Yeah. If anyone, that's a really good one if you want to get into on-page SEO and um, you really want to, you want to analyse your page against your competitors and see where they're doing better and where you could, um, you may need to make changes. So it's not 100% accurate because obviously nobody can predict exactly how you're gonna beat your competitors, but this is pretty good in terms of it will do the calculations faster than a human could ever do it. So, and Page Optimizer Pro, that's a really good one as well. Uh, and I think they do a monthly fee, but it's not too much, it's, it's fairly reasonable. Um, and I think, other than that, I use Ahrefs, um, which is really good for looking at the backlink profiles of uh, other websites. So you can use that for looking at a competitor and seeing where they are getting links from. So that's really good. That's a bit more expensive. I think it it costs something like you know seventy or eighty pound a month. In fact, no, sorry, they've got a cheaper plan. It might be about ninety nine dollars a month. Something a bit more expensive, but is really good if you want to start doing um, competitor analysis. So.
0: I love that you're sharing that, but then that leads me right into my personal belief system. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I believe that all of us have a genius zone, right? You took at the Pareto mm-hmm. principle, that 20% of your effort is really probably yielding 80% of your results. Mm-hmm. And While I am interested in SEO, and while I need to have some understanding of it, I don't want to be the professional in SEO. That, that to me is your genius zone in what you do.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so when I, I, I love the tools that you're sharing, but as someone's listening, who is the ideal client for you right now, right? What are, the, what are the different packages, right? You don't have to discuss price by any means. You're more than welcome to, but, but what's the ideal client? What do you offer? How does it work, right? Because I think SEO is this, I feel like anymore, everybody has a quote unquote SEO specialist, right? And everybody yeah. has the horror stories of massive retainers with no results exactly. and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I, it doesn't make any sense to me, but you are something different. I'd love to hear your, your perspective on that.
1: Yeah, so um, really, because we specialize in link building, it's interesting. A lot of the clients we work with, they've already been doing SEO for a while, or, you know, whether they're hiring an agency, or they, you know, they've already been hiring freelancers, or they have somebody in-house, you know, we've worked with clients who have somebody actually already in the company doing SEO, and we'll actually work alongside them. The reason is what we find is most people specialise in the technical part of SEO. So in terms of making sure the website is structured well, you know, it's linking out to the right websites, it has good content. They might even have a content team. So we're working with a lot of businesses that have that side of it done. But the problem is the technical SEO part, you know, the on-page stuff, making sure the website's structured well, It only takes you so far and then takes to kind of um, maximize how much traffic and how much, how how many, uh, how much, how many keywords you rank for, you need to, you need a bit of creativity, you know, you need to start producing content that you know is going to get people's attention, you know, you want to get the big links, you want to get on, you know, um, okay, there might be some big industry blogs, you might even want to get in Forbes, you know, you might want to get one of the regional newspapers or something like this. But to do that, you need a bit of creativity, and that's where the, the technical part of the SEO. Everybody specialises in that, but what we do is so specialised. You know, there are people doing what we do, but there aren't many. And um, you know, um, I think what, yeah, like I said, what we tend to work with businesses that have been doing SEO for a while they may even have a team creating content so what we're really good at is having a business that are creating content they're producing videos they're producing articles they're creating white papers or research papers or whatever it is they're doing but they are not getting uh, enough um, eyeballs on that content they need more people to see the content and that's where we come in
0: that's brilliant and mm-hmm. so if if someone wanted to get a hold of you, right, to take that next step to, to see if there's a good fit between the two of you, what are the best ways mm-hmm. people to get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you can reach out on my website, um, amitdigitalmarketing.com. There'll be a link, uh, I'm sure, along with this. Absolutely. Um, you can go on there. You can book a call with me. Um, there's a, There'll be an inquiry form, uh, and then I will and um, that'll get forward to my team and then i'll be cc'd into it and then i'll reach out to you we'll set up a call uh, and you know obviously we we don't work with everybody because what we'll do first is we'll assess the website we'll see what stage you're at and you know as long as you're an established business you've got um, and and um, you know you've been doing seo for a while that's one of the key requirements is you need to have done the basics first so what we tend to work with the people that are at the more intermediate level or they've been doing seo for a while so once we've you know we've assessed that we'll get on a call uh, and if we feel that we can help um, then obviously we'll, we'll discuss the options and we'll say look we can we think you're going to need to you know um we'll need to build links for the next six months or you know something like this but the key thing is and um, while i say that Um, we're quite unique in that we don't tie anybody into contracts so that's a good thing because we only work in a monthly rolling contract the reason we do that is because we're so confident in the quality of our results because I don't want to keep somebody on that thinks you know oh no I I don't like the quality of this you know I'd rather not and then because I I, I know from um, speaking to other people and you probably heard this as well where they're tied into a contract with an SEO agency, you can get away from them. And they're like, oh no, I have to stay with them for a year now. We don't want that. But you know, luckily for us, we keep our clients for a long time. So, you know, if somebody signs up with us, they'll be with us for, you know, several months to even years. And we have clients that have been, you know, coming up for two years plus now. Um and but yeah, you know, like I said, we're that confident in the results, and that's the reason for that.
0: I love it. I love the confidence. I love just the way you position that. Right. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of that. In my practice, I I offer what I call a love it or leave it guarantee that if in the first 30 days, you're not wowed and you haven't made back your initial investment. I give you that money back plus a little bit extra. So you can't ever say that I didn't, I didn't do something good for you. Right. And we, we part ways and just the nature of knowing that sort of confidence Means that I've never had to refund somebody, right? It's only the right clients to come in, and the onboarding is a little more tight, right? It's not for everybody. I'm I'm certainly not for everybody. It sounds like you're not either. But those yeah. right right clients get big big results in short periods of time.
1: Mm. Like exactly, we you know like like I said, we we don't um we don't work with everybody, but if we we feel like we could get results for them, uh, or we really know where we want to take them, then obviously we will. Uh, will make the offer, and we'll say to them, "You know, we have even turned down a client um, in the payday um, lending um, industry, and the reason was they wanted it done a specific way, which I knew I knew that they would not get the quality links, and we actually turned them down. He even offered me a lot of money, actually turned them down because I knew it couldn't be done, and I knew that you know, okay, I would be taking the money now, but then two months down the line, he'd be going oh but.'" You know, nothing's happening. You know, I'm not getting results, which is the reason we didn't work with them. But you know, I, I know there's a lot of ACO agencies that we've taken that.
0: Of course, right. I mean, to money, to me, at this point, it sounds like it's it's so br- brilliant and beautiful. To hear the same thing from you, money is a byproduct of quality service and energy, right? Like I'm, I'm no longer at the point. Sounds like you're in the same boat where mm. not chasing the dollar at all. It's it's quality relationship. It's long term. It's longevity. It's impact. And I, I'm honored to know there's somebody else, especially in a space that's hyper competitive, right? SEO is a competitive exactly. market that mm. you've niched—not even niched down, but you've just found what makes you what what works. What makes you feel good?
1: Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing because that, you know that there are, like I said, there are people doing link building, but um, you know there's various ways of doing it. But I think we're one of the the few, you know. I know myself, maybe a handful of agencies or freelancers that can do this, but, you know, like you said, once you've you've pinpointed exactly what you can do, there are a lot of people that need help with link building. The only issue is I found a lot of them don't know it yet, so that's why I kind of go out and I'm doing, you know, obviously this podcast with you and I'm producing live videos and i am got a lot of content on YouTube and this kind of thing, trying to educate people because... I think, um, you know, a lot of people would benefit from doing more link building or doing more quality link building. Absolutely. Well, I, I couldn't be more honored
0: to have gotten to spend time with you and have you share your brilliance with myself and everybody that's listening. It, it's, it's refreshing to know there's a high quality, high caliber SEO specialist that exists in the world because you're literally one of the first ones I've ever found. So thank you so much for sharing that.
1: No, it's fine. That's for thanks. Obviously, like I said, hi, thanks for having me on. So as soon as you, you know, I got talking to you, I said, you know, I really want to be on this and kind of share. Uh, and you know, I've, I've listened to a few of the episodes as well. So I thought, you know what, well, it's um, it's time to. It's the first podcast I've done with somebody as well. So yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: You're natural, right? And of course, when yeah. when you get this uploaded to YouTube and we do all the stuff that we do with it, I'll make sure to get you links, right? And and whichever. Or if there's more juice that you get out of it, you can post those original outtakes. Okay, whatever whatever no,
1: word. No, that's all good, being a link builder, that's, that's, that's all good.
0: <laughs> Thank you so very much. I appreciate your time.
1: No worries, no worries. Thanks a lot, Ryan.